there'll be others that, that will be also streaming uh, and joining us as well as the night goes on. So exciting times. as the night goes on. So it's not exciting times. Sounds good. Uh, as the night goes on, so it's not exciting times. Uh, Sounds good. I want to do one thing here. Hey, v, can you hear me? As the night goes on, so yeah. I'm getting an echo right now. I'm trying to mute Little my echo. Facebook. You have to mute one mic. Maybe mute your Facebook, uh, Mike. Yes. I'm getting the echo right now. I'm trying to mute my Facebook. Yep. Gotcha. I just muted it. So we good. Everybody, we are Facebook live streaming. Oh, yeah. Parlay. That's how we do. So we live. It's going to be a great one. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and um, give it a few more. I'm going to give it one more minute here because we have others that are checking in right now. Okay. Everybody's been hitting me, hitting me up. Yeah. So just give me uh one minute here and we'll be we'll, we'll be getting things rolling here hang tight All right, everybody, and welcome to The Parlay. I'm your host, Damian Dean. Hope everybody's doing well on this Tuesday. We're not almost half of the week, but we're almost there. So I guess a almost is better than a not almost. So those of you that are um, seeing us here on Facebook, we are streaming live. Those of you that are on The Parlay in the actual session, welcome. Please make sure to follow us at Parlay all day. Dot com and uh, V is going to drop that into the chat. So it's P A R L E all day.com. Be sure to link to our newsletter. Got a lot of great stuff going on with that as well. Um, and just stay connected with us. Uh, we have our parlay store that is now dropped. Uh, we do this every Tuesday from 6 p.m. until 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, we're just so excited to have everybody. I see Aaron. I see I see everybody on here as well. So it's great seeing everybody. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, continue with the series of Let's Parlay With. And we have one of my old high school contacts, La Sierra. Oh. Shout out. I'm going back. La Sierra, shout out, 2000. Uh, excuse me, 1995. I'm going to take it back to where I'm at. So, yeah, let you guys know my age right there, like 95. That. And uh, we got we got Tony, 
Flowers holding it down. And uh, Tony, it's just it's just so great, man, having you on the parlay. And uh, the topic tonight is definitely sparking a lot of attention, being black, light skinned in America. So I, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And uh, I know you want me to start this off with uh, <laughs> a little snippet here as well, <laughs> which uh, I'm going to do because I know that's what my brother wants me to do on this Absolutely. one here. So uh, we're going to start it off here and get things rolling. So everybody, sit back, relax. Uh, if you do want to respond to any of the questions that are presented or you just want to make a comment, feel free to drop something in the chat. Uh, you can actually send a message to everyone or individuals uh, at a time. And if you do want to respond, please use the reactions button on Zoom. I'll see your hand being raised and then I'll get around to calling on you as well. want to make sure everybody, uh, make sure you have your mics muted unless you're speaking. And uh, enjoy, enjoy the parlay. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen for those that are that are on the parlay here. And uh, I'm going to blow it up here so you can see it. All right, let me know when you can see my screen. Everybody see my screen? Yes, sir. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get this parlay on the row. Here we go. Am I my brother's keeper? Oh, no. Oh. He just killed us. So, whoa. Tony, killed us. welcome. He killed us. Go ahead, go ahead and take it away, Tony. <laughs> hey, you know how Biggie said uh, your style is played out like Quamaine and those polka dots? And Quamaine said that basically ended his career. That kind of ended our run right, right at that point. Uh, because everyone just looked at us as soft and, and you know, Wesley Snipes being a chocolate brother, you know, it, it just, it just, you know, and then you had Boys in the Hood with, with uh, Morris Chestnut. So it was kind of over for us, you know. But realistically speaking, um, it is, it is a problem. And from what I'm understanding, not only in the African-American community, but in other communities as far as just, uh, I'm sorry, other nationalities, just with light skin and dark skin um, within their own nationality or, or, or race. And it gets to a point when you think that it was made to be like that, it was designed to be like that. So when we see things like that, it just continues the separation. Some of us look at it as it's funny, which it is, but some of us look at it as, as that's reality and that's the real life. Um, you know, I always make a joke saying, you know, in the 80s we were in, but when that came out and uh, Boys in the Hood, we kind of got, you know, it, our, our our run was over. You know, Damien may be able to understand that, but. Oh, you man, know. you better stop, man. You better stop, man. No, 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 don't go there. 
I'm caramel. I'm caramel. So, you know, everybody wants a chocolate brother. And the thing about it is, um, as long as everyone gets the recognition, um, but one thing that we have to understand um, within any nationality or race that whether if you're light or dark, we still deal with the same issues. Um, and I think that, you know, the Jim Crow laws still apply. And, and I would like kind of just to make uh, in light of it and, and want to make everyone aware of it. When, when we say certain things, we're kind of contributing to that hate. You know, we, we may look at it as funny, but some people don't understand the difference and some people can't separate the difference. Um, so with, within our own communities, our own, and, and this goes from, I, I read, I'm sorry, I watched a documentary as far as uh, Brazilians. Um, they, you know, there was like a Miss Brazil and she was always fair skinned. And, you know, for the first time in, in the history of it, there was a dark skinned woman and she was talking about what um, she had to go through. So it's just not with in African-American communities or, or nationalities, it's, it's throughout. So it's good that all nationalities are on here. So maybe they could talk about their experience with being fair skinned or being light skinned or being somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And that's actually a great thing. Thank you so much for the uh, opening of that too, Tony. Appreciate you. Yeah. I mean, the thing is for me is, you know, um, I always wonder, is this ever going to stop in relation to the light skin versus dark skin? Are we ever going to get to a point to where nobody's going to care about color? You know, and, and I, I look at the youth that are growing up and what's going to happen when they get to be 20 years old? What's going to happen when they're 30 and 40? You know, is, is it is it going to change? So I want to hear from the parlay, you know, feel free to speak up. But um, let's talk about some experiences. I mean, things still happen to me to this day. You know, I mean, I just I, I just see it, you know, uh, walking into grocery stores. You know, and having people look at me um, as if I'm going to take somebody's purse or something, just walking right. down the aisle. It's crazy. And you're looking like, well, I didn't think I had that stereotype because I'm lighter skin. But just like you were saying, um, you know, I've always said this when the police pulls us over, we're all the same. You got that right. And uh, that's so true. I mean, it's all about we're all the same internally we're all the same so uh kareem parker i see you raising your hand go ahead kareem take it away hey 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 what's up everybody that's on here man hey i would just like to chime in and say you know uh man you know us dark skin brothers been going through it for a long time so it's about time we get our due respect <laughs> <laughs> no, no but uh but man on a serious note on a serious note though regardless of our shade of color, you know, we we are African Americans, regardless. It's the shade of color, but it doesn't make a difference to other races. But within our own race, it does. And, and, and that's a great, and that's a shame because since the beginning of time, well, since the beginning, since we landed, well, since the, we were brought over here, they had, um, the thing was to divide and conquer. Absolutely. And and and, and that's Absolutely. part of the thing. And that's part of the thing what what we are going through to this day. So you know, like it, you everyone know in the black community that um through this uh, racial divide, and it's like and it's a racial divide within ourselves 
because, you know, you know, we all know the jokes within our own race, you know, and, and I have been one of those guys that's been through this and I still go through it to this day, but that developed me a thick skin. I could say, I could say the least, you know, I I mean, you know, it developed me a thick skin and man, it made me actually proud of who I am to this day because of what I go through. So I go through it within my own community and of course with other, you know, people outside our community. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so the thing about it is though, you know, you know, we, we are going to go through it. I mean, like yourself, you know, um, you are a light, you are a lighter skinned brother, you know what I'm saying? But you also are going to experience the racial thing. So always, always. All yeah. of us do. All hey, of us we, do. I have witnessed it with Tony before and myself. And, you know, it, I, to me, to be the, you know, the God honest truth, the God honest truth, I think it's never going to stop. Yeah. No matter how wow. better it's going to get, I think it's never going to stop. Right. Because yeah. those stigma is always going to live on. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate and you. Yeah. And I appreciate you, man. Thank you for dropping on the parlay. Marie, I see you raising your hand, Marie. Go ahead, Marie. Welcome to the parlay. Hello, everyone. Um, you know, I'm I'm Filipino. So, you know, I work with so many different types of people. And, you know, I've seen it to where, you know, there are so many educated, um, you know, uh, Black uh, people that I work with. And they're amazing. And there's people, there's other group of uh, black people that I work with that they're a little bit defensive and um, it felt like there's some sort of an entitlement that they are protecting. And I'm the kind of person that I work with everybody. And one time there's a, a, a woman that called me a racist, a, a black woman who was, uh-huh. a, was, and she called me a racist. And I'm like, how could I be? I'm a minority and I'm a woman. How could I be racist? So yes, oh, I also experienced it with my own son. My son uh, was uh, is in the football industry, and uh, he he is experiencing discrimination that he because of him being a Filipino, and that's why he had to leave that university because uh, he felt like he never thought that him being a Filipino is going to be a problem for him to play football. So it's not just, you know, in the black community, it's also in other races that are just people are very judgmental. Uh, They look at uh, people on so many different ways and they have their own problems within their own culture. And I think, you know, part of what we need to do as someone that looks at everybody as equal is to feel, is to educate people on who you are as a person, not as be, not as a black person or as a Filipino person, educate them as a human being that with you know that you can give them respect, you can give them your uh, your being honest to them and your kind, and those are the things that will actually help the relationship. I mean, me and Damon have known for how long, Damon, and we've never oh, had any kind it's of been it's been years. It's been years. Yeah, and we've had such a beautiful relationship never had any problem with it but i did have some you know connections where all of a sudden i am becoming a racist to them so i just don't get it it's like it's That's it's crazy. what's in the head of the people 
where they felt like you know they had to be very defensive because of their experiences yeah and i yeah. think it will always be there no matter what because of what their background is gotcha yeah thank you marie we always uh love love having you on the parlay tony Bowie, right. i see you raising your hand tony go ahead tony where you at tony what's up i i cautiously up, tony b cautiously walk up in this conversation because you know uh, don't judge me by my skin tone. God gave it to me, but it doesn't mean my experience is other than this. But what I'm Romanian. Are you, brother? Are you Italian? Romanian. Romanian. Okay, so right. we're the same color, me, you, and Damian. But go ahead. Yeah, this right. is this is what I love about the parlay is that everybody can come together, and, uh, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Well, I, I came to this particular parlay to give a perspective that might need to be addressed, so that we can maybe meet in the middle and have the conversation that we have. So I come from uh, the inner city of Michigan and I was a minority in my school. So I got some culture education. I got punked a lot before I understood. I got some, some music roots. I got some drumming skills. I, got, I learned congas. I learned, I learned culture. I learned how to dance. I two-stepped, right? Things that um, maybe most Caucasians don't learn. And in that, I got deeper in the community. I started producing rap acts that started being very successful. I was booking big groups in the urban markets, I would go and I would go across the street during our uh, recording sessions and I'd go buy liquor. No problem. Then I would take the recording artist with me, go back and try to buy the liquor and he wouldn't sell to me. I'm like, yo, what's up? Why are you not selling to me? And he's like, I can't sell to you. And I'm like, you just sold to me. He's like, I can't sell to you. And then I realized who was behind me and that I saw reverse racism for the first time in my life. I saw just a little sliver of how bad it really is. Because we hear it, right? We hear it, we hear it, we hear it. But without the true experience of understanding what it is, a lot of the Caucasian race is never, ever, ever going to understand the struggles, right? They can see it on movies. They can watch, you know, old, old films like Roots. They can think they're educated. I've gone to, to Black American studies where even Black Americans didn't understand what their fellow, their grandparents and great, great, great grandparents went through. But we all try to meet in the middle when it comes to skin tones. A lot of white people try to tan to get dark. And a lot of yes. black people try to stay out of the sun not to get dark. So we all meet at that one color. What's that one color? And why are we all trying to meet there? It's because of the media. The media is pressing it down your throat. This is the good look. Halle yeah. Berry is the perfect skin tone woman person on the planet, right? According to both sides of the fence. Halle Berry is the perfect woman. Well, right. why is that? Straight hair, light skin, educated, famous, and beautiful. So why is and that the stereotype? And so this is the other side I want to flip is media is influencing women to fall in love with women because they're on the cover of magazines. So we really, I think, need to blame the media at this point. I like point. that. Wow. Wow. Put into the mix. Part of it. Absolutely. And oh, I'm sorry. Does anyone, does anyone have their hand up before I interrupt? No, no you're, you're good. You're good, Tony. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Um, Tony B, exactly what you're talking about, but not only that, but she's mixed. So it seems like mainstream, I know you're in the entertainment business, but it seems like mainstream wants to see someone that's mixed to always have some type of attachment. Oh, oh, she's mixed, you know, like uh, Tiger Woods, you know, it's always that he's just not black. He's, he's black and something else. And that's one thing that I don't like about the culture. Um, I think we make it to where you have to be mixed to be beautiful as far as African-Americans. Um, but dark-skinned men, dark-skinned women, 
are just as beautiful as light-skinned men and women. And the good thing about us are we have different features that are so different. My hair may be curly, there may be, may be nappy as hell, but it's two different features that are still appealing. And I want to say so too, you get I wanna... so many pictures of a culture, and it's like we want to separate ourselves, but it seems like media wants to push more towards the fair skin right. African American. And I want to say, too, one thing is whatever happened to the saying, the black or the berry, the sweeter the juice. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and, and take it there. You know, um, Eleanor, I see you raising your hand. I see you got a little man with you. <laughs> What's going on, little man? I, Eleanor, I, go ahead and take it away. Uh, so I was just going to talk about dating um, African-American men because I've dated quite a few. Sorry, darling. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, and I have to admit, um, I was always afraid to introduce my black boyfriends to my family, being my family's Filipino. And and I, and I lighter dark? the lighter the color, the lighter the skin tone, wow. it had been a little bit easier to uh, present them to to my family. And um, oh, it's true because even in the Filipino community, if you ever to go to the Philippines, all over that, all over, even the Filipinos, the dark skin, all they want to do is be light skin. So they even take pills. They take pills every day to lighten their skin. If you see half of my family, they are like lighter than, than most white people because they take pills, they put creams on. I mean, it's one of the most... Um, I mean, they spend so much money on on um, on bleaching their skin light. But wow. anyway, uh, going back to what I was saying, sorry, he's hold on. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so, anyways, about dating, dating. I've also what also what I have a problem with, but uh, I know this might ruffle some some ladies is um, a lot of ladies, and I have a lot of black girlfriends who have problems with me oh. dating their black, their black men, like they own them. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Uh-oh. What did I do walk into? I have girlfriends, and they're my really good black girlfriends. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm stealing their men, and, um, yeah, you can. You know, you you see, you see, this is what I love about the parlay. It's about to get, it's about to get uh, exciting right now. Yeah, Eleanor, thank you for dropping that and starting this. I know ladies have probably got something they want to say about that. Kareem, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, Kareem. <laughs> yeah, man. So the, you know, like, okay, see, I just was trying. I want to hit back on like what Marie was saying earlier. Uh, you know about like. When she was, when she had experienced racism, what have you, whatever. See, and the thing is, I know all minorities is gonna experience racism at some point. But see, and I, I if I can recall, I think she kind of said like she, uh, like I think she said like, um, like some blacks were like kind of like, um, I forget the word she used, but I want to say probably like they kind of was like, you know, the entitlement. Entitlement, yes, yes. So, so here's the the it's it's look, it's one difference 
between minorities in America. Out of all the minorities, minorities in America, we are the only race of people that didn't choose to come to this land. We were, we were forced here to this land. So to understand one another, you, we have to all understand our background, first of all. And you was kind of you was you was kind of pointing that out, but you have to understand this. You have to understand if you don't, but you need to understand this that we were forced here as Africans. Africans was forced here to this land. So this land is is foreign to us. So we were forced here and we ad adapted. Our ancestors adapted to this. So to, and that's something that we never forget. And that's something we never will forget. So it's like, when you said it's like we was entitled, it's not a, it's not like really entitlement. It's just the fact that we know where we came from. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so, I mean, and we feel all minorities that Africans are African-Americans are really, I can say this are only really the only minority group in America that actually accepts all minorities. Yeah, no, we, we have nowhere to claim. African-Americans are the only nationality that have no land, that have no country, that have no area to claim. Filipinos have the Philippines. Koreans have Korea. Cambodia has Cambodia. Cambodians have Cambodia. Romanians have Romania. What do we have? Think yeah. about it. I, I get it. I get it. Um, and I understand, again, that there's more into the history of what what's going on right now. But in, in my case, I'm, I'm having an interaction with one person to, you know, one on one interaction about a business and the, the behavior. It just uh, I mean, I've dealt with a lot of, um, you know, uh, um, men also black men and they're their behavior is different uh, because of the way they look at things. So it's not everybody, not everyone are like that because Damon, I work with him and I've never felt that anyway, that he has this attitude of being defensive or being entitled about something. He's got this very, um, very humble kind of a personality that it's easier to work with him. I love working with Damon and I would always really, you know, support him in any way I can. But when someone has that kind of behavior, it's not about the caller anymore. It's about your, your, the way you're communicating with another person who has nothing to do with what's going on with your history and you have to behave that way. And that's what we're talking about here. It's not just about the race. It's about how you're communicating effectively with someone else. But I think, I, I think, I think overall okay, too. Where you Maria, at? Yeah, I, I, well, I think overall is that, you know, a lot of- I'm back, I got from, booted out. I'm sorry. Oh, oh there's Jose, I see you. Cause I know uh, he was saying something, Damian. And oh, he, he was? Okay, Jose, go, go, go got, ahead, Jose. I got booted out, yeah. Well, Damian has known me for a long time and he's known that, that I, have a, I have an infatuation with, with African-American women. And in college, I used to date a lot of them. And I did notice that a lot of my friends had, had, had a problem with myself dating, dating their women. And, and it caused a bit of a, a separation between me and them because um, I guess for whatever reason, they, wouldn't, they weren't okay with, they, they were okay with 
themselves dating outside their race, but they weren't okay when I dated into their race. And um, I guess it's just it's a matter of, of of being comfortable with who you are and liking not looking at color, but looking at values. So there's specific color values that I looked for, and it doesn't really matter uh, the color of their skin. So I mean, I think it started that I started then. And yeah. I think I branched off to dating uh, a lot of Asian women as well, and it's also created it's created anonymity between myself and my own my own my own race. Uh, my people hate me. For some what reason. are you, they sir? Don't, I mean, I'm, not, I, I'm in I'm in LA. No, no, what nationality? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm El Salvadorian. Okay. But the Hispanics, they, yeah, they have they have a problem with me dating outside of, of my race, and my my thing is, and I, I like to be funny with what I do, is. I like what likes me, and right now um, the the, the African American women and the, the Asian women seem to like me. So until the the Hispanics start liking me, then I'm gonna like them back. Yeah, and and one thing one one thing one thing one thing I gotta say is that you know my wife is is Guatemalan, and so it's to the point to where um, you know uh, I call her spicy taca, she calls me chocolate, and we we love it. You know what I'm saying? We love that. Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with, with any of her, uh, race or, or she doesn't have a problem with, with, with mine. Um, it's just a beautiful thing, but I think that that is a, um, something that we have to grow to as a nation. And I think a lot of, uh, entertainment shows that you see on TV are reflective of, you know, mixed couples. I mean, commercials that you see mixed couples, um, you know, I I mean, it's just, you know, they, they, they like, I mean, people like that, you know, and, I, and, and I guess, hand. I guess one of the big questions I want to throw into the parlay is why, I mean, a lot of people like mixed couples, you know, and, and, and the question is, why is that? You, I don't raise my hand. Go I, ahead. I raise, raise your hand. I'm just going to do this, Damian. I see you. Go ahead. Brother, me and brother Kareem have been talking about this and uh, brother Pat, um, if you noticed, they have lately been having African-American advertisement, but majority of it is a mixed couple, a light-skinned couple, and or like a gay couple. You see very few advertisements with people of Kareem's and Patrick's color. Very true. And when you do see someone of their color, they're with a white woman. Look at the advertising. Look at look at look at every African American role on television. They're either a thug, they're either a baby daddy, or they are a uh, married or to a white woman. Or a white woman. Look, just look at it. Look at all your movies. Look at everyone. Or yeah, from, or Kareem, from, or they're locked up. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I missed that. More importantly, or they're in jail. That's how they betray us. Yeah. There's very, even if you look at advertising, they were advertising a, a a baby carrier. So, with one group, they had a, a Caucasian woman and her husband with it, but they had an African American woman, and guess who she was with? herself she's by herself 
Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, that's, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. How long did it take us to get uh, colored emojis? Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Hey, I see Do Tony Bodie. Any emojis with African-American families? No. But you, you see Caucasian families with a one kid, with a two kid, with the mother and father, but you don't see us like that at all, do you? Right. No, that's that's a great point. Tony Bodie, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, Tony. Take, take it away. So you guys remember that controversial commercial for Cheerios when the lady's like, you know, saying, oh, man, and then his son dumps the Cheerios on his chest, but you, they don't reveal that he's the father of the baby to the white mother, that he's black until they do the reveal of the Cheerios on his chest. And that was considered controversial. And that was in like 2019 or something. And, and even still, that was like, oh my God, they're breaking down barriers. So again, going back to media, when you look at Norman um, Lear, when, or Norman, um, what's his name? When he was doing All in the Family and they were using the, the children to speak or, or um, what's happening or good times, they were using the child, Janet Jackson, to actually say, what nobody had the, the courage to say. So they had the young black child say it, but it was the truth of the vibe of, the, of that era. And, right. and things have slowly, slowly been progressing in media, but unfortunately in media controls what the world uh, allows in their, in their culture and their subculture. So what we need to do and what's happening is they're only right now buying black driven content. I know because I sell films and they're only uh, agencies are taking in uh, black female and male actors because right now it's the topic that people are discussing so when somebody says do you think this will ever change slowly I'm watching it pick up steam pick up steam in the media and if we can get more black driven good content not just content not just stuff like when you watch the Spanish telenovelas they, they'll take anything because it's Spanish speaking Content that's good and it's not considered black or white, red, yellow, blue, purple. It's just good viewing content. If we get more writers and if we get more filmmakers and more actors that are winning awards because they earn the awards, which is happening, you're going to see that this is going to be a mute conversation as far as um, the discussion of, because I saw someone read in the comments, the lightest of light skins said, or, or I think it was DK, somebody said that they were born in America, so they're American, they know nothing about Africa. And we all know the story about uh, the head of the Black Panthers in uh, the Midwest got exiled over to Africa and he realized, oh my God, I'm not African. I, I, I was I, black, I, black American. And I don't want to be forced back to Africa because I don't know that culture. So I think once we have to stop having the debates about um, what is right and wrong, and I know, and I don't want to go any further down this because I, I only want to speak about forward movement, forward momentum, and it all coming from love and honesty. There is a struggle that will go on and it'll be internally embedded in the black community forever. But what, but it, what people need is the education. And, and right now it's so counter, the pendulum swung so much that there's the Karens and there's the, the, the Kens and there's the attacking and that the white you're bad. Cause I'm feeling the reverse racism now that like, I'm watching out from my back when I walk down the street and I'm always under, and it, it, it's so extreme that if we could just get back to the middle, like the parlay does and have healthy discussions and share from your experience, what you're experiencing and we're experiencing and meet in the middle, we can educate through love and entertainment. And we will slowly, slowly begin to heal America 
and then eventually right, the world will see us differently. So I just wanted to share I, my. I, I have to. Oh, oh, go ahead. I'm good. Go, go ahead, Jose. Yeah, I, have to, I, I agree with, with with what he's saying. Um, the problem is is a lot of the, what's written is, is based off of trends and and where the money's at. And right now, I mean, we're moving into more so um, and. Uh, black, we're, we're, we're trying to push up this Black Lives Matter movement, which is great, a great thing. But um, like he's saying, it, it, it's, it's, it's dividing uh, people more so in a sense where we, if you're not a part of the movement, then you're racist. And yeah, gotcha. And what we need, and what we need more is is uh, where where America needs to be at right now. We need to be in a point where we need to accept that we have some sort of racism in ourselves. I mean, I like to go as far as saying, I think we all are racist. And I think once we all can, can accept that we have some sort of racism in, in, embedded in ourselves, we can begin to heal. But the problem is that our, our culture, our society is in a sense of, of where we can't say certain things because we're afraid to, to be judged. And yeah. yeah. And we're 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 and we're we're basically in defense mechanism where we need to be accepting of our flaws and start healing. And we're not going to heal until we accept that we are we, we are flawed. Right. 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 And it goes back to what the Bible says, you know, um, that we need to accept that we are sinners, right? And once we we have accepted our, ourselves as sinners, then we can go forward and start the healing process of burying ourselves and being more godlike. That's great right? stuff, Jose. Yep, that's great stuff, man. I see you. I see you, Kareem. I see you, Kareem. Go ahead. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so check this out. So, you know, like what Jose was saying earlier, and he was saying about him, uh, he was dating black women or whatever, and, and black the black community or the black people wouldn't, they didn't like it. But hey, you know what? It, it's like that with every every race man i have dated hispanics from uh puerto ricans to mexicans i dated white women you know what i mean and the the, the only thing i can get from that is just it's like being a big brother you know what i mean it's like being a big sister so it's like if someone's dating your little sister or your little brother you might not like that you've you been protective that's the thing I can see behind that part because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's not only our race, Jose. It's yours too. So it's everyone's race, and it's like I mean, Damon. I heard you say uh, your wife is Guatemalan, correct? Yep, exactly. Yeah, I, and, and and I'm quite sure you have experienced that. Yeah, you if, know, you know. I mean, people didn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't probably said in front of you, or or some. You probably have felt it. Right. Well, you know, a lot of times, you know, um, a lot of Hispanics think I'm like from Dominican, Hispanic. you know, yeah, Dominican Republic or, or something yes. along the lines of that because of how I look and my hair, whatever. But it's like, you know, we, we have to all grow as a nation to True. get past all of the, uh, you know, the colorism. That, that's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I have one other thing to say. I have a, I have one other point. So, and then, you know, not to cut you off my brother, but what I was saying, and, and then another thing, and, and, you know, it's like, it's like this, it's like every, everyone saying, um, you know, about as far as like, you know, the color this, the color that, and let's, let's, let's call an elephant an elephant. You know what I mean? True. True. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, let's call a lion a lion. It's like, because it's like, um, I, I have been told this. Now, and I'm not saying this with every race, but I know for my a fact, look, I'm a dark-skinned brother. I'm a dark-skinned brother with a full beard. And, and it's been known that, hey, I have, look, I smile all the time. I'm a, I smile, I, I, I greet everyone or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's just the type of brother I am. But at some point, like, it's, it's going to be some kind of, and I'm not trying to say this because I'm black and people might say, oh, you just say this because you're black, you're black, and you, you hey, it's, it's, it's all because you're black. That's what you said. No, no, it's the truth. And, hey, it. it's, the truth is the truth. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is that we're not sensitive to this fact for a reason. We're sensitive to this fact because we've been getting treated, we have been getting treated like this for centuries. Yeah, yeah, that's Centuries. True. You know what I mean? And so when people, it's hard for me to lay back and not say something when people say, well, you know, you shouldn't act this way, you shouldn't act that way. I have to. Because it's like the same nature that we were treated. It's the same nature in me for me to respond to that. It's almost like we have to make sure that our voice is heard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Flowers, I see you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Kareem. Kareem, KP. That's my brother. That's my, you know, and, and, and Zoo, I would like you to chime in. But what I was saying is, what he was talking about is everyone's a little racist. No, 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 no. It's a difference because racism, you could prevent someone from growth. That's the difference. But if you're a bigot or you're uh, a stereotype, you, you judge stereotypes, it's totally different because you cannot affect that community or the nationality. But when you're a racist, you have the power to prevent that whoever from doing whatever it is that you don't want them to do. That's the difference. So right. Jose, you were right, but don't say you're a racist Jose, cause you're not. You may be stereotypical or you may be uh, um, a bigot, but sir, you don't have the power in America to be a racist. None yeah. of us do unless we have a different color skin. Yeah, that's and good that's stuff. Point. I, I your point, but I, I and I, I see how there's levels to it. Um, yeah. but. I, I see it in an extreme sense where, where we need to accept that we're flawed and we need to start understanding yeah. and then bigots, move forward. The bigots aren't very, you know, reputable either. <laughs> the, but the, problem, the problem is the bigots, they don't realize how much they affect others. Therefore, they're, 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 they're confused and they don't accept that they're flawed, that they're, they're, they're racist and they're, they're right. bigots. Somewhere in between, like right? So, so they play the defense mechanism. You can't say that around. They'll, they'll play the political role right and be a closet racist which to me is the worst type of racist you can be right I, i'd rather a person be outright racist towards me because at least i know who you are than a person to to shake my hand and then talk about me behind my back or do something behind my back to get me fired or whatever i agree and Not that's sure, the yeah. thing that a lot of people because i'm in illinois right now i'm in chicago a suburb of chicago and that's the thing that they say about california um that the difference between Chicago, they'll tell you, we don't like you. 
in the South, they'll tell you we don't like you. But they say in the North, they say in California, they're phony. And I said, there's two types of people in California. It's fake people and real people. There's no in between in California. So when people come to California, that's the perception that they have of us. But they only go to Hollywood and Beverly Hills. I said, right. those are all rich people that are pretending to be something else. You want to go to the real areas? Go to Long Beach. Go to Redondo Beach. Go to Riverside. Right, right, go to Whittier. Right, right. Go, to, go to San Diego. Go right. to all these areas. But you go to the most richest, biggest right. place in California, That's and true. you think that Californians are based on them right yeah that's true yep yep i see a lot of people raising their hand in the parlay charles charles go ahead charles take it away welcome to the parlay charles yeah uh, i think the difference is we all have prejudices we're not racist but we all have our prejudices towards certain things that's the word i'm sorry correct yeah and being from california i can understand when people come out uh you have your real and you have your fake as you were saying and I will tell Damien, Damien held a lot of parties, and I will tell him, I'm not coming. <laughs> so he, he knows that. <laughs> he said, true. brother, you're coming out? I'm not coming. So, um, but and, and living in California and traveling across the world, being as light as I am, especially since I date a lot of Hispanic women, um, and I lived in Mexico, I had to educate um, people in the Latin community. I was like, the Africans came to um, you guys first. The Spanish mixed you guys. So they came to Brazil. Most of you guys have the African in it. Yeah, so coming in that list, the light skin, dark skin is also in there. And they get pissed off when I was in Michigan living, <laughs> living, they was pissed off. I was like, you guys are more black than me because I'm the last person in town. So yeah. And, and you know, uh, a, a lot of it. Yeah, a, a lot of this happens, and, and you know, a mm-hmm. lot of this is is seen on mainstream TV on reality yeah. shows. I mean, it, it's seen, and you know, a lot of those reality shows we talked about this on prior parlays. A lot of everything is fake, you know. But when people watch it, they relate their life mm-hmm. to it. I mean, people get into arguments over a couple on a reality show that's having an argument. <laughs> they get into a, their own argument with their own, you know, spouse or you know, individual that they're dating. It's like, what? Like, it's crazy. I see a lot of people raising their hand. Patrick, welcome to the parlay, my brother. Go ahead and take it away. Hey, what's going on, fam? Just had a, a few questions or comments, I guess. Um, I think um, Zoom is racist. It took me, I think I've been on this call for like, you know, almost an hour and I finally got my lighting right. You know, I'm a dark skinned <laughs> brother. And I was like, man, what is going on? I had to switch and move around like 10 different times to finally yeah. get my lighting right. But um, one of the comments I wanted to make was, uh, you know, well, well, black that's a parlay drop. <laughs> uh, black is beautiful, right? And so yeah. I, I really wanted to get back to what the the topic was, and I think it was being light skinned black in America, and black is beautiful. Um, and I remember the comments that were made, you know, to me, and I've heard comments made to other sisters and brothers. It's like, wow, you're beautiful to be dark skinned. Oh my God! Yes, Ooh. and so you go like, wow. I mean, that's yes, backhanded that's smack, and so and I go like, man, that's tough. And so, you know, one of the differences is when you start talking about racism. I'm a dark brother. I'm I'm a six footer. I'm over two hundred pounds. Um, and when I put a hoodie on versus somebody else put a hoodie on and walk down the street, it could be perceived totally different. It's more threatening because I'm a dark skinned brother, uh, bald head, goatee. So. 
um, what I wanted to kind of get back to, to say, since we, oh. so since we're talking about um, being black, light skinned, what are some of the other stereotypical things that you light skinned brothers go through um, and challenges that you guys have as being light skinned um, brothers? Because, you know, for us, I mean, we get a double, triple. Put my hand up. Dark skin. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, well, one thing I want to say is that, and Charles, I really appreciate you, man, being on the parlay. Absolutely, I mean, Charles. Um, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there, but um, I went to a mall one time in, in, in Orange County and, you know, my, my uncle, I was uh, together and we walked into this mall, expensive, like, I think it was, uh, I don't want to mention the name, but it's expensive store. And he just went to put on, and I walked in, I'm dressed nice. Um, and he put on an actual jacket, you know, took it off the rack and security came over like instantly. And we're like, what are you doing? Take that off. Like literally. And this is like in Orange County. And I was like blown away because, you know, I, I'm from Orange County and it's to the point that where it's like, wow, but things like that are happening. Um, and I don't know how to correct it. Um, I don't, I don't know if, if mainstream is going to help correct that as far as all the events that are occurring. I'm praying that, that it does and people are, are opening their eyes, but there's a lot of people that didn't even know that racism even existed until everything that's been happening on mainstream, which is crazy. Right. And, you know, being, being African-American, you know, there's racism that happens every day or being any other race, you know, there's racism that happens every day. So um, it's huge. Tony Bodie, I see you raising your hand. Go ahead, Tony. I like that we're able to communicate and come together. And this is what the parlay is all about. I really want to reiterate why we're doing this. This is, this is to be able to communicate. Um, Obama was said not to be black enough. I mean, we all heard that. Obama ain't black. He ain't black. It's like, why not? A little sliver of light can light up a dark room. And then they say a little bit of black means you're black, right? Just a touch. But Obama was not black enough. So we, we'll see it until this younger generation. We have triplets here. They're, they just turned 18. And there's yeah. not an ounce of racism. There's yeah. not an ounce of segregation. There's not an ounce of gender issue that they, they care at all. They're 18. But what they don't like is they don't like people that are older than them. And they hate us because we don't get it. They do. And if those three kids are an example of what's coming in the future for culture, race, racism, yeah. education, experience, love and knowledge, we should be very proud of what our youth are bringing to yes. the world. Right. And we should support our kids because they get it. So maybe not yeah. my generation, I'm 54, and maybe not my parents' generation, and maybe not your generation, but I guarantee you this generation or our grandkids' generation, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming, yeah, it's coming. Definitely. And I live in that that hope that I see it before my time's over. But I do see definitely. it. I do see it. So I mean, let's I keep think our, our kids educated. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it goes about education. You know, it goes about how you raise your children. You know, um, just like the Bible says, train up a child in the way she go, and when he or she is old, they will not depart from it. You you have to, it's, it goes all about learning. And so that's why, you know, I I thought of the, the parlay, you know, and just to get the word out and to be able to come together. And when I started this, this was during quarantine. 
You know, I, I was away from all my friends, you know, um, and it was to a point to where I told my wife, I said, hey, it would be great to start something to where I can bring people together. And it started with four people on a Zoom and it, and it grew and just kept growing. Now we have people that drop on every week or every other week or once a month or when they listen in to the podcast, you know, at parlayallday.com and okay. click on podcast and hear our episodes. This is what it's all about because people are listening, whether they're at work, whether they're, they're out, whether they're with their family, 24-7 It's what it's all about as well. I love it. The lightest of all light shades. Man, you know I had to call on you. I see you raising Man, your hand. What? One we of them four people. We haven't heard one from them. Him. I want to see him. One, one of them four people. Uh, first of all, this is President Barack Obama. Uh, one of those four people, <laughs> Damien, uh, was me. If you recall, back in 2020, uh, we were experiencing those things, and I just I wanted to quickly talk about uh, your uncle Vinny and those people uh, because they were in the mall. Obviously, uh, you know uh, they're looking at skin color, but let's not forget. Uh, you know, where we came from with, uh, you know, sexism, you know, maybe you're a one trying on clothes. Maybe you're a guy with long hair trying on clothes, whoever you may be, they, uh, you know, might assume you don't have money. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Really? Oh man. Okay. Okay. That, that's a great interpretation. Amazing. Great yeah, exactly. Marie, I see you raising your hand. <laughs> Go ahead, Marie. Uh, part of the the things that I see out there is that some people have uh, problems with the servers, okay, and they treat them bad. And I've seen those people, you know, treat those people like that. And so I guess what I'm saying, what I'm trying to point out is that people have problems on different things. And it could be, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with the color, it just have something to do with your career. And, and they look down on you. So I think the bottom line of all of this is that we all need to learn how to educate people. And by educating them is also keeping the, uh, uh, the way of communication in a calm way. You know, if you wanted to, if let's say somebody just like, you know, pulled the, the shirt on uh, from your hand while you're looking at it at the mall and that security guy just pulled it, you know, he suspected that you're gonna, you know, steal it then educate that guy, you know, educate that security that look, this is what I'm doing right. and in a calm way. So, and the and what's gonna happen is the security guard is going to have a level of respect for you, not because of your color, it's because of the way you communicated with that security guard, because he's looking at you as someone who's going to steal. So he True. needs to change that, per, uh, that mindset that he cannot judge a black man that way because that's not right. And so that's that's part of what we all have to do. We all have to be responsible about communicating it properly and, and showing them that we deserve respect as much as we respect them too. True, true. Thank you, thank, thank you, Marie. Appreciate you in there. And uh, Charles, I see you raising your hand, Charles. Charles, Charles, I want to first of all, thank you. You educated me. You're right. I was using the wrong terms. I was saying bigot and I was saying someone that's there. It, it's exactly what you said man yeah uh, and, and i want to thank you for correcting fantastic yep fantastic fantastic and uh all right fantastic <laughs> where'd he go Charles. 
I think Charles had uh, actually dropped off for a second there as well. Oh, yeah. no, no, no worries. Um, well, you know, I guess the topic was I had my hands raised for originally for some of the things that we had to deal with as light skin, which Patrick had presented. And I know you gave some incidents. Um, but for me, it was kind of like I only got this job because I was black. So when my darker skinned people see me in a corporate position and it's all Caucasians and they see me in this position, they think, oh, man, he got that because he was light skinned. You're absolutely correct. That is the only reason why I got it. But then within that, my darker people may feel upset with me because I got this position. But when I'm in this position, I get the only position that I have is because I'm light skinned. So now I'm getting treated like this from my colleagues. So I get it from both ends and I'm right in the middle. So they always label light-skinned people as confused, but at the same time, society confuses us. So we kind of just get in where we fit in. So if my black friends think I got this uppity job because I'm light-skinned, which they're correct, but then at this job, I'm treated like shit and I'm treated like the only reason why I'm being here is because I'm a token, what can I do? Who am I supposed to adapt to or relate to or who am I supposed to confide in? So they labeled me confused, but I have nowhere to go. You use your talent. So, if you're black, so. if you're black and you're dark skinned, you always have somewhere to go. But I don't see like a group of light skinned people that always are, are congregating. You see what I'm saying? Like right. if I'm light skinned, I'm like stuck in the middle. But if I'm darker skinned, I always have somewhere to go. Right. Can, so I'm, where I, do I go? Can I jump in and relate to you a little bit? Go ahead, Jose. Yeah. yeah um, I kind of see it like this, um, and I'm going to relate it to you a, a, as best as I can, because one, I'm not African-American. I just hang out with them. Uh, and two, <laughs> um, it's like myself. I have a lot of friends with a lot of money. And, you know, I grew up from a poor environment. I grew up in South Central L.A., you know. And once I created a network of friends that that make an X amount of money, my friends from the hood, they wouldn't accept me anymore. Oh, he sold out, right? And my take on this is we're like, look, man, like, let me get in so I can get us all in. So, so I, it's, it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, you got it because you're light skinned, but guess what? I'm going to move up the ranks. And, and once I get to a point where I can help everyone else, help people of color, then I can, then I can do so and be accepted later. So mm -hmm. go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead and, and take, take the heat from everybody and take, and take the, 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 the the negativity and I'm gonna use it as fuel because when it when I come back, you know, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna come back strong. Super strong, yeah. And you know, and this is what the parlay is all about. I mean, I, I we've learned so much. I mean, it's we're coming up to to rap time as well. But this is what it's all about: is just coming together, hearing from different individuals who have different walks of life. I mean, we heard from quite a few people tonight. And we are Facebook live streaming. So all of my Facebook network is actually hearing this specific parlay. And they'll be able to play the video over and over again as well. Uh, so, uh, Tony, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was saying great, man. Oh, Hey, yeah. I just want to say that this dude right here, he puts in a lot of work to get us here today. And like, I just want to, you know, just let you know, I, I see the hard work. I see the emails, I see the text messages, I see the follow-up calls. Like this dude right here is really putting in work. So let's just take our hat off to this guy who is the host. 
and just 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 congratulate him on what he has done and let's keep supporting him he's we always talk about supporting one another but we could always tell one person and that one person could tell one person to get this man on the stage that he needs to be in so let's mm -hmm. thank damien for Damian, excuse me, the double D, the daredevil for putting everything together. All right, y'all. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate Thank you. Appreciate you, you Parlay. You know, and, and I just want you guys to know that um, for those of you that are that are new to the Parlay, uh, that are that are jumping in, definitely follow us on social media at parlayallday.com. If you are not subscribed to our newsletter, please make sure you're doing so. That's the way we can stay connected. Um, I'm going to have for Vita to drop that into the chat as well. Um, we have our Parlay store that's up and running right now. People are buying merchandise representing the Parlay brand uh, and, and just passing the word. But every week we're doing this and we have get different guests on the show. We're talking about various topics. It's just a great time. So everybody um, have a great and wonderful rest of the week. Stay safe and remember to Parlay all day. We'll see you on Tuesday next week at six. Hey. Take care, y'all. Great job. All day, all day, all day. All right. Oh. Next week. Oh. <laughs> all day, all day. Oh. Parlay. Great seeing everybody. Stay safe. All right. All right. Take care. All peace, right. brother. Peace, peace.